Today on We Here, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade are speaking out in support of their transgender daughter. Our favorite diva, Constance Wu, reveals she's never seen Hustlers, which she starred in. And a couple involved in a Backstreet Boys proposal on Good Morning America has already been engaged? Is nothing sacred? Coming up next on We Here. Oh my God. We're on page six? No. Yeah. Another divorce splashed across page six. Page six would have a field day. Hey there, I'm Maggie Coglin. And I'm Ian Moore, and welcome to We Hear, a Page Six podcast. We hear all the celebrity dirt from our exclusive sources, and you hear the story behind the story. So what is the story behind the story today, Maggie? A question I ask myself every day, Ian. Well, that's a good thing. It if you didn't ask, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. <laughs> so you might have read about Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union speaking out in support of their daughter, Zaya, who is transgender. She's 12 years old. And, you know, we're finding out a lot about their lives at home, what it's like growing up with a 12-year-old who has transitioned. Right. And Zaya, right, is Dwayne Wade's child from a previous marriage? Yes. So Gabrielle Union is not the biological mother. Okay. Gabrielle and Dwayne have caveat together. He has three children from a previous relationship. Got it. And so Zaya, they've previously said, or Zaya had previously said, that she came out as LGBT, right? Mm-hmm. Jordan Woods, Tim Milan, and Jessica Alba all came out in support. And I remember they had done like a photo shoot for a magazine which Dwayne Wade had addressed where Zaya had like her fingernails painted and whatever. And so anyway, a lot of people came out of support. But now this is sort of going one step further, right? Where Zaya has come out as transgender. Right. So Dwayne was on Ellen this week talking about raising his child with Gabrielle. Who's 12 years old. Who's 12 years old. And he said that they're proud parents of a child in the LGBTQ plus community. And we are proud allies as well. We take our roles and our responsibility as parents very seriously. So when our child comes home with a question, when a child comes home with an issue, when a child comes home with anything, it's our job as parents to listen to that, to give them the best information that we can, to give them the best feedback that we can. And that doesn't change because sexuality is now involved in it. This is... Really the opposite of my childhood, I have to say. I mean, my parents are great, I guess, but I don't know. It was sort of more like, let's just, I don't know, don't say anything. And So Gabrielle Union, you know, also posted a video with Zaya speaking about her truths. And this is an incredibly poignant, intellectual, intelligent 12-year-old. We have a clip. I mean, like, it's worth it. I feel like it's very worth it. When you reach that point of like yourself, I'm feeling free. Yeah, I'm feeling like you. Yeah, feeling like you don't have to hide. Like you, you could look in the mirror and like say like hi to yourself. Like mm. nice to meet you. Mm. Instead of like mm, I don't really know who I am. Mm. It's like a full identity crisis. Mm. Yeah. So Zaya was previously Zion. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. Dwayne going on Ellen to talk about this really Mm -hmm. made me wonder, do we think his second act after basketball will be activism? I think actually his second act after basketball, first and foremost, is advertising Mm. because he's actually signed with CAA Mm -hmm. and he has a role that's going to reportedly help marketers connect with diverse audiences. And uh, he basically had done an interview with Adweek kind of announcing the deal 
he's going to have an entertainment production company mm-hmm. with CAA, the Hollywood agency. He's also launching called something called CAA AMP, which is going to be a brand folk CAA AMP, which is a <laughs> brand focused cultural strategy agency. He's also, Maggie, a, a, a best selling author and philanthropist. So I don't know. This all yeah. makes sense. The thing that I think is really impressive about this, though, is. I think it really is moving away. It's interesting how um, a professional athlete or a former professional athlete has, you know, embraced very openly, um, not just privately a transgender child, but is going very public with it. And I think it just shows a sort of great progression of athletes being more accepting, I guess, than you would stereotypically think of their kids. Because I think we all think of like, an athlete, you know, wanting their kids to follow in their footsteps or go into their profession. So I think that's Dwayne Wade's main next chapter, at Mm -hmm. least in terms of his bank account. He's not playing basketball anymore. He's using his platform and his celebrity for a different cause. And he's becoming an activist. He's been very vocal in the support of his child. And I'm interested to see if he lends his voice and his celebrity to other causes in this vein. Also, I, another thing, when I was, I know, I, when I, I actually saw Dwayne Wade at a party when I was at the Super Bowl, and when he showed up at this party, a lot of people wanted to ask him about Kobe, because Kobe Bryant had yeah. just died, and uh, he he was apparently, like, too broken up about it to even talk about it. He refused to answer any questions about it at all. He talked about it a little on Ellen, but you could really see the pain in his face. That's so that everybody, it's like when I try to ask them a question, can't talk about it, but then they just go tell Ellen. Ellen is a But safe I think space. some time had healed, you know, there was some healing there. But I think it is interesting. I think the person who kind of paved the way for part of this movement that we're seeing in the sports world and people's kids and, and athletes really just letting their kids be, you know, who they are is with Magic Johnson, who has a gender non-conforming son, EJ Johnson, who's become like a huge star in Magic mm-hmm. and Cookie. His mm-hmm. wife has always been like very supportive of EJ doing his thing. He said that the reason he wants to do this deal with CAA and be affiliated with the agency was because of its social impact group um, and its nonprofit arm uh, and its foundation. Some of the people who've been involved with the foundation are, you know, include like Valerie Jarrett and, well, Jamie Foxx. But anyway. (laughs) What's wrong with Jamie Foxx? Nothing, but I don't know. But the other thing is also Gabrielle Union, of course, has been, you know, this whole like America's Got Talent controversy that she's been involved in as like a basically like a whistleblower Mm -hmm. on the show, basically alleging racism, bias, a toxic work environment. And it seems like it has affected some type of change in that, you know, NBC ended up having this like five hour meeting with her basically, and maybe more to discuss the issues on the show. And so I guess they're both kind of crusading at the moment. Constance Wu, the driving force behind some of the most interesting headlines we have had on page six. She is back at it again this week. She was on live with Kelly and Ryan and said that she's never seen Hustlers, a movie in which she got top billing over Jennifer Lopez. That's right. It's funny. I mean, I guess there are some stars who can't stand seeing themselves on screen, right? Like Adam Driver. Adam Driver recently walked off, allegedly, an NPR 
uh, interview just because they played a clip of him in Marriage Story. I think he walked off of Terry Gross's show. It was only which the you audio. Just don't do. Um, <laughs> I have to listen to us all the time. So Constance Wu did tell um, Kelly and Ryan on their show, Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest. I still haven't seen it of her hit movie Hustlers, uh, but then she went on to say that she doesn't watch any of her appearances and hasn't seen any of her, um, you know, I, I didn't watch my talk show appearances or Fresh Off the Boat or Hustlers just because I thought, you know, I want to focus on the present and not be self-critical and think too much, dwell too much on the past. But the thing that's funny is she probably doesn't want to dwell too much on the past because we had written about her being an alleged diva on the set of Hustlers to the point where her uh, team was reminding journalists when they wrote about the film that Constance Wu had the top billing, as you said, over J-Lo, mm -hmm. and they should reflect that when they wrote about the movie. We had reported that she uh, she had a, uh, the production had rented a luxury apartment for her when she moved in with her pet bunny, that the bunny was like pooping and peeing all over the apartment, and the bunny was wreaking havoc in the apartment, upsetting the cleaning lady. Also that she was really difficult on the set, right? Mm -hmm. Sources were telling us that she would refuse to do interviews and was just difficult in general and that, you know, she was a diva. And this all stemmed from her tweeting, remember, with Fresh mm -hmm. Off the Boat when the show got renewed, how upset she was and that she was in tears because the show got renewed because she basically wanted off the show so she could move on to a different movie project. Now, a rep for Wu at the time declined to comment on the little pellets of poo everywhere in the bunny. Constance Wu has denied her diva behavior by saying in an interview about Hustlers, we made this film with an incredible spirit of sisterhood and love. Any reports otherwise have felt like an age-old attempt to pit us against each other and knock us down when in truth, we had the best time making this. End quote. She just didn't see any of it. So it does seem like maybe she would break this standing thing of like not seeing anything she's in and just go see the damn movie Hustlers, mm -hmm. you know, just to be a good sport. I mean, to support J-Lo, Cardi B, Lizzo, Kiki Palmer, Lily Reinhardt, the crew of other women who are in the movie were also good to support your coworkers. Right. Or if you're at the premiere, like yeah. maybe don't take off and like go for dinner. But I mean, it, it is it is surprising to add insult to injury. Also, I believe firmly, Maggie, as you know about me, that, you know, honesty is the best policy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> that's why I have that quilted on this. We hear pillow right here but just lie Constance Wu <laughs> you know what I mean be like oh I haven't seen I like if I were a publicist I'd be like what are you doing like this is right. the time to lie to yeah. Ryan and Kelly just be like no one's gonna know just be like I mean I loved the movie it was amazing my co-stars were so amazing in the movie I'm so grateful that it was such a success and like what a well-made film instead of like oh I haven't even seen it I actually don't see anything I'm in yeah and Whatever. it's kind of a I don't know. I find it to be it's kind of disrespectful to like the cast and the crew and the director and all the publicists and the people who work on these projects. Kind of. You know what I mean? It is a, li a little weird. It's also a little like, are you that method? Right. Constance Wu. But not even if you're that method, like, shouldn't you be reviewing your work so you can grow from it? Now, I can relate. I will say 
Oh, review. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like oh, I could have done this tape. better. Like, like Dwayne Wade. Yeah. What do you think athletes do? Come on. Yeah, let's go to the tape. Yeah, you got to go back to the tape. Well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, I listen to We Hear, a Page Six podcast, and yes, 57% of the time or more, when I hear the sound of my own voice, I cringe. Me too. With just absolute embarrassment. Like, back at the eighth grade dance when I decided <laughs> it was a good idea to wear that bowler hat. You know, this is audio dancing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not all about you. It's like, don't be so self-centered that you're like, oh, I can't watch myself. Or I can't listen to myself. It's like, actually, it'll be helpful to you. But like, she's not even giving like a self-deprecating opinion. It's like, I want to be present. Oh, that's I true. would be like, oh, I can't stand myself. Like, oh, I don't want right. to see myself big. She's like, I want to be present. The light in me is recognizing the light that was one time on the screen. You know, like, right, right. It's too totally. woo-woo. I think oh, even who? the bunny was rolling its eyes. <laughs> Maybe the bunny is like, get me out of this. Like, I can't defend this anymore. <laughs> the bunny's had it. Oh, the bunny. The bunny is taking like, calls, too. She didn't mean that. <laughs> she loved this project. I'm sorry. Oddly, the bunny saw Hustlers because I saw that bunny at the premiere. <laughs> Did I think in 2020 we'd be saying that the Backstreet Boys were involved in an engagement scandal? No, but here we are. I thought so. I, I'm looking back at my old predictions when I when I said that I always said this was going to happen. So Maggie, we had a story that was exclusively reported by our own Ollie Coleman mm-hmm. at Page Six that when the Backstreet Boys were on Good Morning America on Tuesday morning, Backstreet Boys sang on the show. I'll never break your heart. Are you familiar with that tune? I am. You are? Mm-hmm. Could you? No. Okay. We don't have music rights on this podcast. Back streets, back we can't be licensing. At the song's climax, I'll never break your heart, a panel on the set moved Maggie to dramatically reveal this dude <laughs> who came. <laughs> No, uh, there was a panel that moved and a guy came out from behind the panel and he proposed to his girlfriend who the Backstreet Boys brought up on stage. There was like a small studio audience. They brought her up on stage. Panel moves. Zip. Rings out. We can't afford sound effects on this show. So this I'm is real DIY. Myself. So dude appears. Backstreet Boys bring this woman on stage. He drops to one knee and proposes to his, to his girlfriend, who's a Backstreet Boys super fan. Very romantic. Very good morning, America melting America's hearts. There was only one problem with this scenario, Maggie. Yes. <laughs> See, you're you're wrapped. I'm on the edge of my seat. You're on the edge of your seat. It turns out that the same couple, some viewers noticed, there's, GMA gets like 4 million viewers a day, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So out of like the 4 million viewers, a whole bunch of them realize that this couple has been very publicly engaged before. <gasps> The audacity to do that to America. Exactly. And apparently the couple are, they're both sort of rising stars in the Democratic Party locally. Mm-hmm. In Brooklyn. Very local. Where you're from. From my borough. But back in 2017, the same dude proposed, popped the question at a Christmas tree lighting ceremony hosted by a Brooklyn Democratic politician where uh, Mayor de Blasio was there to congratulate them. Apparently, they I think they even got a picture with Mayor de Blasio back at the time. So after this aired on GMA, basically a bunch of 
you know, GMA super fans and different people came out and were like, hey, wait a minute. These guys did the same thing back in 2017. They're like horking up all these public proposals. Mm. And apparently this whole thing got started because there was on a Backstreet Boys super fan site, there was a notice, a posting, which had said, hey, we're looking for some people who are willing to get engaged on Good Morning America. And it didn't specifically say the Backstreet Boys would be there, but it hinted at there at it saying like our favorite fab five who else could that be and sh- and should gma have done better research right but it turns out that a source told ollie that they had split up <gasps> they had split up apparently at some point in 2019 an insider said they split up in may of 2019 but they had save the date cards printed up in november of 2019 and now here they were getting engaged again. Very suspicious. On GMA. What do you think about this? I think it's very suspicious. And to do that to the hearts of Backstreet Boys fans across America. Come on. Quit playing games with our hearts. They use the same ring both times. Oh. So. Well, that's good. You would think if you were trying to, I don't know, bury the lead on this one, provide a bit of a red herring, you wouldn't use the same ring. Because on Facebook... This very excited new fiance, the first time she got engaged, posted a photo of her hand and the beautiful ring. Ah, right. So after our own Ollie Coleman had um, filed this story, right, you and your team were like going through. Digging around. Digging around. Social media posts. There's like there's there was a trail there Mm -hmm. and you found that they had the same ring. Yeah. I think that's actually a smart move. I mean, what are you going to do? Get a whole new ring? Maybe she. I mean, you broke up, you called it off, you got back together. Maybe you want to start with something fresh. Interesting. You know? I don't know. You this know. is a good one. I, I'd love to hear people's opinions about that thing. Me anyway, too. I should mention that the couple themselves, either one of them didn't get back to us, one of them couldn't be reached, but even more to the point, Maggie, the Backstreet Boys have not weighed in on this controversy. Maybe getting engaged at a Christmas tree lighting wasn't up to par. For this couple. Right. She was like, I want it that way. GMA. Well, that's it for this episode of We Here. Our show is produced by Jamila Zara Williams and Melissa Caceres. We'd love to hear your questions and your ideas for the show. Is there a celebrity you're dying for us to dish on? Email us your hot takes at podcasts at nypost.com. To hear the latest We Hear episodes, be sure to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your preferred platforms. Don't forget to leave us a review. We'll be back Tuesday with more Page Six exclusives. See you then.